if you're looking at the notes, uh, please don't panic. Um, there's going to be a little bit of a review tonight. I'm going to try to kind of pull everything together uh, that we've uh, kind of learned to this point uh, to kind of lead it um, in terms of uh, building character in our uh, children's lives. So I'm gonna, I want to kind of pull that together, and hopefully that's going to be a good uh, platform for Pastor Larry uh, next week when he gets into uh, discipling our children. So our key concept tonight is uh, godly parents train their children in uh, in godly character. So, again, this is the probably 60% of this right at the beginning here is just going to be reviews. So I'm going to kind of clip through it. But just to kind of get us into focus um, as we get to uh, character building, and I think this will uh, set us up uh, nicely for that. But, um, you know, the foundation has uh, been laid at this point. Uh, we as parents, uh, we need to be uh, growing in our knowledge, in our, our obedience of the word, in our relationship with the Lord. I mean, certainly this is key uh, before we can move to the next steps. Uh, certainly with parenting, there's going to be a lot of uh, difficulties that we're going to um, in, encounter. Um, and also there's going to be other things that are going to happen with um with just working with our kids, and it can be uh, difficult. But anyway, we've got to learn to be able to uh, turn our difficulties over to the Lord. And if we're not uh, in his word daily where he speaks to us, if we're not uh, uh, in fellowship with the Lord in prayer, then that uh, makes that uh, part all that much uh, more difficult. Also, having a Christ-centered marriage is key. Um, having the husband-wife uh, spousal uh, priority, uh, making sure that we've got guardrails in place uh, to protect our marriages, uh, living and understanding and agreement with one another, uh, making sure that we have no unresolved matters between us, that we're able to agree on things and uh, be able to move on. Uh, certainly knowing our role as um, husband and wife and then also as a mother and father in the household and really learning to be able to operate as a team. And this is going to be key as you parent your children is that you're working in unison with one another and that you're on the same page. And it will be very hard to be able to instill character uh, in your children if you're you, – your relationship with the Lord is not proper, and if and as spouses, our relationship isn't what it should be. It's going to make it very difficult to be able to have an impact with building a character in our uh, children's lives. Uh, and then we've, we're committed to uh, proactive parenting, and we solve the full circle. And uh, certainly this is with uh, young uh, children. And really, this is the training um, training for beginners. Uh, this is where young children learn right from wrong, uh, living under authority, and uh, being obedient. So, again, this is kind of the training ground that we're going to be using. And the full circle is is that being able to confront your child once they've, uh, they've done something wrong that needs to be corrected, uh, asking them, asking them uh, what's happened, so having the uh, uh, your child verbalize their behavior, uh, asking them what the behavior needs to change, so they need to own their uh, behavior at that point, and then what behavior needs to replace it. So they need to be able to tell you, you know, what the right choice is. And again, uh, this is 
in a form it's a it's a light discipline, but again, it the overarching um, goal that we're trying to achieve is to be able to train our children. And then uh, what further response would glorify God? So this gives your child an opportunity to make right uh, what they did wrong. And uh, the author calls this kind of the ruby. I mean, this is uh, really neat uh, when our children are able to do this because then it's like, hey, they're finally starting to get it. I mean, so you're going through this process of confronting them when they do something wrong and then having them come to the point where, they try to make that right. So uh, certainly that is the goal with the full circle of pairing. And again, this is training for beginners. And then we kind of move on to the uh, intermediate uh, training, and that's life in the circle. And that would be for uh, primarily, uh, you know, children that are, you know, 5 to 12. And uh, life inside the circle is God's blessing. So we're starting to uh, create more structure for them. Uh, there can be, you know, a lot of things that uh, different chores maybe that you have them do, whether it's cleaning their room during their homework, uh, taking a bath, you know, whatever it might be. So we're creating that uh, that structure for them. But uh, certainly in this structure, they learn to submit to uh, the parents' authority and ultimately to God's authority. So they, so they learn that. Certainly the um, expectations that we have for life uh, for them within the circle is clearly defined. So, again, we've got to be able, as parents, we have to be able to plan that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this at the end because I really believe that this is, is very key because it's nice to have these systems but if we don't create a structure for them, if things aren't, if expectations aren't uh, clearly defined, then it, it, it kind of crumbles or it never gets off the ground. So we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, just to kind of give you some uh, things to think about as you, uh, as you move forward. But again, we're starting to build uh, the structure for their lives. Uh, it's a great uh, training ground for them to learn. Uh, principles again. We're tra- uh, training, uh, teaching them principles of God's word, and uh, how to be obedient uh, for that. But then also, life. If they go outside the circle, or they approach going outside the circle, certainly this is a place of uh, God's judgment, um, and this is part of their training as well. So there's consequences for them for disobedience, and uh, discipline is the process of building the circle in order to equip or train your child to one day practicing self-discipline. So again, um, the whole, the purpose of this is to be able to raise children who are going to be mature, who are going to be able to discipline themselves and their lives and be able to be productive in whatever the Lord would have them in life. But certainly, you know, once they leave the household, you know, they're going to be on their own and we want to be able to prepare them for that. But, uh, you know, self-discipline is impossible for the unregenerate uh, sinner. And uh, we need to remember that. So, um, again, this is an excellent opportunity for us to be able to share the gospel uh, with our children. And we need to be looking for that uh, between in this intermediate uh, stage of training between ages of 5 to 12. So we need to be looking for and, and be prepared to present the gospel to our children. And uh, Tracy, uh, 
she was very instrumental in the um, salvation of both of our children because she looked for those opportunities. She was prepared for them when they happened. And certainly uh, the Lord um, blessed that uh, situation. So, again, be prepared for that. But uh, but imposing discipline is so that they'll stay in, in the circle that you've established. And, again, that's God's blessing, and we need to be able to um, um, uh, instill that in them. But then we, uh, in Chapter 12, uh, we started moving towards character building. Uh, this is uh, moving beyond just them obeying us as parents, knowing that they're under God's authority, under our authority, and that they're obeying us. So we want to start to move to the next level where we're starting to try to build uh, character and maturity in our children's lives. So in Chapter 12, we saw that how we communicate to our children matters. And we saw that we needed to cho- choose our, wi- our words wisely uh, even when we're correcting them. So again, we're still doing it in a loving, in an understanding way um, when we're correcting them because, again, we're, we're training them. It's not that we're mad at them because they necessarily did something. Now, obviously, at times we're going to become exasperated with our children, but again, it's training them for the larger purpose. Uh, also, we've learned with our um communicating wisely with our words is to have a righteous purpose uh, in our words um, and building our children up in the Lord. So we want to be able to encourage them in the Lord in whatever they do. So even in the discipline times, it's it's a matter of training uh, with them. And also I made the point that uh, we, we need to remember that our um, our children will remember our words and watch our actions actions. Uh, They will leave a lasting impact. So again, um, we need to be very careful with our words. And I will tell you that if you need to, bite your tongue. (laughs) Because uh, the the harm that you can do, the damage that you can create with your words um, is... uh, is really understated. Uh, Proverbs uh, 18.21 says, the tongue has the power of life and death. And your children look up to you. They love you. They adore you. Uh, You might not always think that they feel that way, but they do. And so your words uh, carry a heavy weight with them. So we want to make sure that we're very careful with what we say. We do not want to tear down. And then in Chapter 13, Pastor Larry um, talk to us about uh, choosing our child's environment wisely. So again, we want to be able to instill God's value values instead of the world's. Um, we want to be able to set uh, family standards, again, that are not necessarily overbearing, but accomplish uh, principles within uh, God's word. And certainly we want to model God, godly values in front of our children because we don't want to present a conflicted message with our children, and our children are very smart uh, and receptive, and if they see conflict with what we say and what we do, uh, that is definitely going to stunt their spiritual growth, so we need to make sure that we're we're cognizant of that uh, with what we say and and how we act in front of our children. And certainly uh, being proactive in what your children see and hear in situations that they're put in. 
So we want to be protective in those areas um, with our children's environment. Uh, we talked about TV, the Internet, putting controls on that, music, uh, what kind of music, what kind of messages are they getting from uh, music? You know, what are they learning in school? So you need to be, you know, hey, how's school going? What projects you going? You know, what are you learning in school? And kind of finding out. Um, you might be surprised what uh, some of the schools are trying to teach your children. So be um, uh, be cognizant of that as well. We talked about the sleepovers and um, uh, being very, very careful with that, certainly in this day and age, uh, not taking those uh, chances uh, that would uh, that would greatly uh, impact your your child for maybe the rest of their lives. So being very careful with that, and certainly dating and purity, those are things that we need to be very protective on. Um, and again, it's not. And Pastor Larry had mentioned, you know, we're not going to be able to keep every you know thing in this world away from them. That's um, you know that's unpleasant or sinful, uh, but we need to be able to. Um, again, we're training our children on how to deal with this, but we need to be protective. We have to know how mature our children are, what they can handle, what they can't handle, and we need to be able to step in at the, the appropriate times. So that brings us up to our, our current chapter of uh, character building. And again, uh, the first five years, uh, we're just really kind of concentrating on uh, establishing authority uh, with our children so that they know that um, that uh, we are um, that we are an authority over them uh, and God has given us that authority uh, they're learning to trust that uh, their parents know best and that they are to obey them um, and the need for uh, discipline will kind of wane hopefully start to wane over this um, as they learn how to obey. And um, so that's a good thing. And I think that uh, uh, the author said that, you know, maybe 1% of the time you'll have a situation where you have to really do some, you know, um, some uh, discipline that's, uh, that's not pleasant. But, again, it's to, uh, to train our, our children. It's for their best interest. And, you know, us as parents, you know, that's a very difficult uh, situation uh, for us as well. But also being able to, um, um, you know, talk to them regarding the choices that they've maybe made in that particular day. This is an excellent opportunity to uh, take advantage of. But this gives them uh, time to kind of reflect on the day. They've been, uh, they're able to reflect on the decisions they've made. Some of them have been good. Some of them have been uh, not so good. And uh, maybe they've suffered the consequences for them. But uh, certainly this is an excellent opportunity to be able to help your children process decisions that they've made and being able to encourage them to make the right decisions. And certainly this is an opportunity to be able to point your children to the Lord and being able to pray to him and ask him to be able to help them in making wise decisions. So they're starting to learn that reliance on the Lord that he will he will help them. And then as we move from ages um, uh, 5 to 12, um, we're, uh, we're concentrating on uh, the foundation of character building that will establish a life guided by godly character. And that is really the goal, is that we're, we're helping our children build the character that they need so that they can 
live a life that's guided by godly character. And uh, Proverbs 22.6 says, uh, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not uh, depart from it. But during these years, they're going to learn the uh, the blessings of obedience, and uh, they're going to lose, uh, learn the uh, consequences of foolish decisions that they've made as well. And again, as they get older, the stakes get a little bit higher. So certainly they can have some you know, pretty big consequences uh, for their disobedience. So they're starting to learn uh, for that. For that. But uh, one thing just to encourage uh, you as parents that um, with rules, and again, I would tie them to principles in the Word of God. Um, I would live them before your children. Um, I would talk to them, pro- help them process those as we go throughout life. But um, I've seen this in a lot of instances. In fact, I was in a, a school that had, uh, I thought, maybe too many rules. And what that does is, and again, I think that they meant it for good, but sometimes what can happen when you have too many rules is, is that you're going to encourage outward conformity and not true heart change. So that's a real danger when you have all these rules. So, you know, if I'm, if, if I'm kind of on the outside, um, obeying these rules, um, then I'm okay. But on, on the inside, um, you know, I, you know, basically I, I can, you know, I, I give away to the, you know, to the flesh and I live a sinful life. And certainly uh, Jesus uh, challenged the Pharisees on this uh, kind of living. So again, just kind of, you know, watch the rules, make sure that they count. And obviously we're trying to build structure to build a godly character. So we have to have enough of them, but too many can be too many. So, but then uh, they should start to line up with recognizing God as their true authority um, as they uh, obey their parents. And again, this will kind of get into the uh, next advanced training, which uh, Pastor Larry will uh, do next week where he'll get more into uh, discipling your children, uh, helping them develop uh, their own convictions. Uh, they need to learn to start to um, own their own faith. So this, is, this would be from like ages 13 to 20. And then um, uh, they need to, um, uh, they need to build, build their own uh, uh, circle in discipline, so that when they leave their life, they're self-disciplined. Okay, so at this point, Pastor Larry will be talking about, you know, them building their own circle as they're getting ready to go into college or, um, you know, build some type of a trade or occupation. So certainly we want them to be at that point. A couple other uh, points uh, that uh, was in the chapter was um, uh, love acted out. And, um, you know, I think this is, uh, this is certainly for us as, as parents that, um, you know, we can get into a trap of, uh, wishing our lives away. And I know that there's different times through the years that I had uh, fallen into this. And I think for fathers, uh, particularly, um, we can get caught up in the, the difficulty of life, uh, providing for your families through the years. Uh, giving that leadership to your families, being the strong one. And I think certainly we can, uh, you know, we can kind of veer off the path a little bit and then we can kind of look at, oh boy, you know, I got all these, <laughs> I've got all these obligations. I have all these bills to pay. 
We've got, you know, maybe college costs coming up, uh, vehicles we've got to buy. And uh, to Pastor Larry's point, uh, you got the insurance bill coming as well. And that was one of the, one of the reasons why I got into the insurance business. But nah, it's just teasing. But uh, uh, anyway, so you can have these all these um, obligations coming up uh, potentially that can cause you to, boy, I wish that, you know, once we can get through this phase, whatever it is, and maybe you as mothers, you can talk a little bit about it when we have our, our uh, small group time of things that you can kind of wish away, um, wish your lives away with. Um, so we need to kind of catch ourselves with that. And I will just tell you that um, um, the years uh, go, um, time can slip away very quickly. And before you know it, uh, that little kindergarten that could barely open the door um, to the school, which I remember Jessica doing on her first days at Inner City. And uh, before you know it, uh, she's on her way off to college. So those years go by very quickly. So we need to learn to uh, to live in gratitude. Uh, the Lord has given this time, this time to us. We need to be able to uh, redeem it, uh, but not to get caught up into our own difficulty that we have in the days and neglect those around us. And uh, certainly I know as fathers that that, that can be a real um, a pitfall for us is that uh, when you get home from work, you're kind of tired out, you know, you just want to kind of, you know, either go in your man cave or whatever it is that you just kind of helps you just kind of like make that transition into family life. And, uh, you know, you can end up staying in there too long. And um, so we need to be able to make sure that we don't uh, uh, catch ourselves uh, doing that where we neglect those around us just because of things that are going on in our lives. And certainly uh, a positive impact we can have with our children is to include them in what we do. Um, uh, Betsy, the author, she had mentioned about um, her daughter who was uh, training for a triathlon and um, she brought her son along on his bike, and at first he could barely make it the full way, but he stuck it out and he did it. And by the time she got done with her training, he did like the whole how many miles she went. So, you know, and that made a big impact on her son. Certainly I know with uh, Tracy and I, one thing that we tried to do with uh, Jessica and Nick was to include them in uh, church work that we ended up doing. So maybe we went uh, uh, back in the early days, we used to hang door hangers on uh, our neighborhood doors to invite them out to church. And hopefully we had an opportunity to speak to them. And uh, so I remember we would uh, get the wagon out. We would load it up full of uh, door hangers and bring Nick and Jessica with us. And uh, they helped us uh, do it. And uh, they enjoyed it. And, you know, those things over time, as you include your, your children in those things over time, it has an impact on you. And I know that um, Jessica has, um, she has uh, completed a counseling uh, program, which was very difficult. And <clears throat> she's been able to help out a lot of young um, ladies uh, with a counseling type situation so that she has um, certainly a love for people. I know that Nick has a desire to be able to um, to help people out and to maybe be involved in uh, teaching at uh, at some point in the future. So, you know, I'm starting to kind of see some of those things um, come to fruition uh, that, you know, just started with just including our kids in different things. So 
again, I just want to include you to include your children in those in those times. Another uh, point that the author brought out was to uh, uh, teach your children to think. <laughs> and uh, I got kind of a kick out of it because uh, she uh, she said that when her kids were kind of get kind of crazy and everybody's getting, you know, on each other's uh, nerves, that she say, okay, everybody's got to go in their, you know, bedroom and it's time to think. So uh, I could just imagine, you know, having four four kids in your house and everybody's in their same room or whatever and they're and they're just sitting there trying to think. But you know, this is a this is a very important concept for your kids to start to learn. And um it can start uh you know very early on for children um by you know reading books to them. Um and you know this can uh or or telling them stories. So at a very early age, you can start to engage their thinking by reading books and telling stories to them. And then, uh, you know, maybe, you know, you do have a timeout during the day where, it, hey, it's time to think. But here's something that we want to think about. So I want you to think about whatever it might be. And maybe you give, a, you know, a principle in God's word. You know, how can we live that in our lives? Um, so that gets people, that's gets your children thinking. Certainly encourage a reading for all your children. Uh, maybe using opportunities to be able to, um, use those opportunities to be able to teach them things. And it could be something on, you know, just how to handle, you know, the money that they get for their allowance. Or, um, it, it could be a number of things that you could uh, use it, uh, for a time of, uh, teaching. But certainly we want to get to the point where we're observing uh, character strengths and weaknesses um, in our uh, in our children. And uh, uh, God is uh, working in us uh, to bear fruit uh, for him. So, again, we're trying to get our children to the point where they're mature. They're able to create their own circle. They're, they have their own self-discipline. Uh, they have... Um, their relationship with the Lord that is growing. And um, a couple of verses that have always meant a lot to me um, is one of them is uh, Philippians uh, 2.13. It says, uh, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. And the Lord is always at work in our lives. Uh, no matter what happens um, in, you know, Romans 8, 28, even in bad, he's working for our good. But he's always working in our lives uh, for his good purpose. And certainly that gives us security, uh, the Lord's um, love for us, that he cares that much about us. He's always involved in our lives, and it's uh, very comforting as well. Another verse that's always meant a lot to me is Ephesians 2.10. And it says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I mean, that's just, that's just an amazing thought that the good works that you're going to perform, God already prepared in advance for those. I mean, that's just, uh, that's very comforting as a Christian to know that that God is at work in our lives for a specific purpose, and he's created those good works. But also uh, with our children, uh, we can be more loving to them uh, because Jesus is patient with me. Uh, the Lord is always patient with us, so we can be patient with our children. 
And then by observing those areas of weaknesses, um, you know, having those um, extended conversations with them um, so that we can give our children encouragement, we can help them process whatever they're going through, process that weakness, uh, help them uh, problem solve. Um, and certainly this is an, a couple of that I picked out was uh, a perseverance. Uh, that is, uh, that's building character in your, in your children is that they persevere, that they're not going to give up in, on things, that they're going to real, uh, learn to rely on the Lord. Certainly they, they want to be able to engage uh, you as parents as well, but uh, perseverance is key. And that's one of the uh, hallmarks of the believer is persevering to the end. Uh, procrastination, uh, not having your children's procrastinate. That's a part of, uh, you know, a character weakness if we uh, procrastinate. So we want to be able to add those other ones uh, to the chart. Um, also, they have, um, Betsy has a um, um, life stages of character building. So this breaks it down by uh, by ages. And um, I thought that that was uh, very good as well. So I'd certainly take a look at that. Um, uh, the foundation stage is from birth to age six and from age six to 12 and then from 12 to, to 20. So um, certainly uh, take a look at those, but um, we need, we need to be able to help our uh, children make measurable progress from their weaknesses to their strength. We need to do that in love, not to exasperate them. But I just want to kind of finish on this point here is that again, with you know, with building the circle for our children is that we really need to think strategically as parents regarding our children. And we need to plan with purpose what milestones we want to see accomplished in our uh, children's life in that particular year. I mean, I think certainly if you look at the school years, the beginning of the year, or even, you know, in January 1st, that being the beginning of the year. But take a look at your children. You know, what age are they? And just kind of break it up. I mean, where do we want our children to be spiritually? Where do we want our children to learn spiritually uh, this year? Um, you know, are they a believer? Um, are they reading uh, God's word? Are they trying to apply it? Um, are they trying to share the gospel? Again, there's a number of things, um, you know, per age group that we ought to look at. Hey, I want to make sure that our, our children are growing in these areas educationally. Are they, you know, are they progressing there? Are they going to be prepared to go into a trade or a particular occupation, maybe college, whatever it is? And certainly in character. I mean, there's a lot of things in this in this um, chapter here that we can pull out, these different character traits of building godly character in the lives of our children and saying, hey, maybe I'll take a couple of them this year and I really want to work on my child on these particular um, uh, character qualities. And then also skills for adulthood, you know, being able to handle their finances, um, you know, learning as they get maybe allowance or whatever, teaching them early so when they get ready to go um, out of the home, they know how to set a budget for themselves, how to stick to a budget. Do they know how, know how to do their laundry? Do they know how to cook? I know with Nick, uh, uh, he always would come to me to tie his tie for different things at school. So I um, – when I was in men's fraternity, and Joe, this is a plug for you, uh, in the second book, uh, they have dad's game plan that you set up for your daughter and for your son, and there's different things that you want to accomplish in their lives. And that was one of the things I wrote down. 
I want him to be able to tie his tie by the time he leaves high school. Um, you know, learning how to handle things with, you know, your car, a little bit of car maintenance. But you don't want your children guessing at life. Because generally when they guess at life, they guess wrong. And so instill that confidence in them. Encourage them. And this will make a huge difference uh, in your children's lives, and it, it will it, it will manifest itself as well in your relationship, you know, after they leave your home. So that is it. 